Nursing Review podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication, Nursing Review, available in print, web, e-newsletter, offering the latest news, trends, interviews and insights in nursing education. Subscribe to Nursing Review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no-obligation four-week trial subscription link. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy our latest Nursing Review podcast. This July, Professor Wendy Shaboya will be travelling to Puerto Rico to be inducted into the International Nurse Researcher Hall of Fame. Wendy, welcome. Thank you very much. What was your reaction to this international recognition? Well, to be honest, um, I was so very honoured. Um, during my career, I've worked as a clinical nurse and an educator in Canada, and then in the last sort of 20 years here in Australia as an academic. And over the last about 15 or so years, I've really focused this academic work on clinical research. And so for now, my research will be recognised by the international nursing community, community makes me feel really quite proud. The award recognises people whose research has impacted the profession and the people it serves. What has your research focused on and how has it affected nursing and patients? Big question. Well, my research is focused in the clinical areas of acute and critical care. Over the past decade or so, it really has been about patient safety. I've been particularly interested in how patients can more actively participate in their care. We know that this patient engagement can help prevent adverse events in hospitals, so my work has really been about nurses working in partnerships with patients to promote high-quality and safe nursing care. Uh, My early work in this area related to patients who are being transferred from the intensive care unit to the ward, and in fact, we showed that a liaison nurse role was effective in improving the processes for both patients and the staff and making it also more efficient. But more recently, I've focused on patient participation in nursing handover and in pressure injury prevention. In the area of nursing handover, we developed standard operating protocols for nursing bedside handover, which was based on the research we undertook for the Australian Commission on Safety and Quality in Healthcare. And in fact, um, bedside handover in nursing is now standard practice in many organizations around the country. We've also just finished a study for the Commission identifying how clinicians engage patients in communication about their transitions in care, and we identified a number of strategies and tools that promote this engagement. So these these are practical tools and strategies that, that other organizations can use to promote patient engagement. Um, And currently, I'm leading a large NHMRC study on how a patient-centered pressure injury care bundle can decrease patients' risks of developing a pressure injury in hospital. This care bundle is based on the notion that patients can partner with nurses to help implement simple prevention strategies. And the study will determine not only if the care bundle is effective, it will also identify if it is cost-effective from an economic uh, perspective. So my ultimate goal in undertaking these kinds of studies is to develop practical strategies and tools that can easily be used by patients and nurses to improve the quality and safety of the care patients receive in hospital. Apart from the NHMRC project, what research or academic areas will you be focusing on in the future? 
Mm. Well, I think I'll continue focusing on patient, particip- patient participation mm-hmm. and more broadly on patient-centered care that we also um, you call person-centered care. So, for example, if our pressure injury care bundle is shown to be effective, we'll then be working to try and get it implemented into routine clinical practice in hospitals around the country. I think we also need a better understanding of what we can do as nurses to promote this patient engagement, and I'll be examining this in the future. So how do we actually help patients become more engaged and active in their care? But I think we also need to ensure we understand patients' preferences and respect them. So taking patients' individual wants and desires into consideration, even if this means that they don't want to be actively involved in their care. We're just finishing a large Australian Research Council discovery study looking at patients' preferences for for participation in care and comparing them to nurses. And in particular, we've been focusing on bedside nursing handover. So I think there's a lot more to understand of um, how do patients want to be engaged and um, how can we as nurses promote that engagement to the level that the patients want. From your body of research, what are some of the key things that you've discovered about um, what patients want from care? Well, from pretty much all of the work we've done around this area, we consistently hear from patients that they actually value being seen to be part of, I'll say, the team. So they value having um, a, pl- a seat at the table, a place um, in patient care. So when we look at, say, the bedside handover, patients may or may not necessarily want to contribute, but they want to be part of it. They want to be able to hear it. They want to be able to contribute if they feel the need to contribute. So um, consistently we've seen that patients desire um, to have a role in their care and to be more active. And, and they don't necessarily want to, um, I'll say, masquerade as experts in medical nursing knowledge. They want to be the legitimate expert of their own self, their own care, and they want to share that with, with us as health professionals so that when we give them advice, we can take their, their personal situation into consideration. You've said your biggest wish is to overturn the idea that nurses are best trained in hospitals rather than universities. Why is this an opinion one that should be challenged? Yeah, you, you hear that so much, and I, I, I kind of groan every time I hear it. But, but I think it's really because the world, hospitals, and patients have all evolved over time. You know, when we think about the patients today who are admitted to hospitals, they're way sicker. They're much sicker than than the patients of the past. The treatments they receive are far more complex, and they're much more advanced. And the number and types of specialist clinicians that patients interact with have grown exponentially. And that means that a similar thing for nurses. You know, nurses work in multidisciplinary teams, and we need to be able to ensure that our nurses' work doesn't get lost in the busyness of following the orders of these other professional groups. So, you know, when a doctor, a physiotherapist, or a dietitian says this patient needs this, that, or the other, great, we, we need to ensure we implement that. But there is some nursing work that can't get lost in that. So I think that um, nurse, to deliver safe care, nurses really have to have a strong knowledge base and a knowledge base that is vastly different to what it was 30, 40 years ago when they were trained in hospitals. Nurses need to be able to use research findings that people like myself generate so that we can actually improve the care of patients and, and hopefully their outcomes. So really, I think both the intellectual and physical skill set nurses require has evolved over time. And when people suggest they're better trained in hospitals, they, they forget that, that, this, um, that the skill set has evolved. 
But, I mean, of course, nursing is both an art and a science. And I guess I think people who suggest nurses should be trained in hospitals are equating this hospital training to the caring side of nursing, the art because that's sort of what they remember, you know. But they're not acknowledging the science part of our work. You know, as a patient, I want a nurse who who can critically think about my condition. They can think about my needs and my preferences, and I want them to know what the research says about what they're doing and use evidence when they're caring for me. And this doesn't come from the traditional hospital model of training nurses. So I guess that's why I would like to challenge that opinion. Well, congratulations on the announcement of the award and thank you for joining me, Wendy. Thank you very much for for inviting me. Nursing Review Podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication, Nursing Review, available in print, web, e-newsletter, offering the latest news, trends, interviews and insights in nursing education. Subscribe to Nursing Review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no obligation four-week trial subscription link. 